Hey everybody, welcome to the Johnny Podcast, episode number 15. That's right, numero 15. Yes, uh, if you're counting in Spanish, as I like to do. Uh, that's where the Spanish Espanol language likes to throw you a little curveball there. So cinco, five in Spanish, is C-I-N-C-O, but quince, number 15, is Q-U-I-N-C-E. So... If you want to learn how to count up in Spanish, which we're going to work on, um, that's that's how that works. Quince. And there's some more curveballs to come, but we're not there yet. Oh, how have you been? How have you been? I appreciate some of the remarks back, some of the stuff back. Yes, I know it took me a while to get back to you for a new episode. Last time, I got the new one up there. Uh, trying to get, I was trying to get out some, some newer, like faster ones, like faster, faster, faster. And I'll try to quick fire at you, and it just hasn't worked out. And I'll explain to you why. But um, <clears throat> but here's another one. So, but I'm trying to do them at least once a week. And the wife, Liz, is upstairs with the kid. They're reading, and they're getting ready to go to sleepies. So, um, but yeah. But I appreciate people. Although some people did make a comment. A couple of them made up a comment that I had talked about being on vacation. Uh and why I hadn't done an episode in a while. And they were like, you've been on vacation for months. And I'm like, yes, I know that. Trust me, I have been looking at the same road in front of my house, the same walls in my house, and the same backyard for months. I understand. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, I didn't need you to point it out to me. So thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I don't. So follow me on Twitter, John D Comedy, J O N D C O M E D Y, John D Comedy. But also, we do have a a page now for the actual podcast itself, which is uh, well, you can type in the John D Podcast, T H E E J O N D Podcast, or and Twitter did this. I don't know why they did this. I don't know how. I guess it was luck. I don't know if it was luck is in like a good thing or a bad thing because it's kind of, but it's just, if you type in just at John Podcast, J-O-N Podcast, that's the Twitter handle for my my uh, Twitter podcast page. God, I don't even know how to say it anymore. These kids and their technologies. Uh, yeah. So follow, uh, like, share, whatever. It's, yeah. So, um it's weird. I don't know how it worked out, but that's what I got. I mean, I typed in the John D podcast and it just came back with pot John podcast. And then, uh, and then I set it up and I was like, wait, I don't know if I want to be just John podcast. That's kind of, but that's what it is. So simple though, right? Just John podcast. Yeah. J O N podcast. Do it. All right. So I never really talk about, uh, one of the things I never talk about on the show is the the analytics. So when you have a podcast, which I'm sure most of you probably do, everybody has a podcast nowadays, right? I'm not the only one. <laughs> Why did I start this shit so late? Anyways, one of the things that happens when you have, a, they call it a media host uh, platform type of situation. So one of the things that they do is they give you analytics, Analytics is analyzing, <laughs> go figure, it it keeps track of your listenership. So it'll tell you how many listeners you have on a particular episode over the last three months, over the last month, over the last week. And Anchor does a pretty good job. You know, all these other companies out there that are advertising that, you know, because I don't, Anchor is free for me. And I'm not running this as an ad right now. I'm just saying it's free for me. Yes, there are things I could do on other platforms that would maybe be more beneficial. And I'm looking at it, but don't worry. I'll still be out and about on all the major platforms. But I got to give it up for Anchor on their free stuff that they do. They give you some pretty darn good analytics. Um, one of the things that I really like is their um, uh, ge geographic region of their audience details. So it tells you how many people you have, stuff like that, which my audience fluctuates anywhere between almost to 100 to 12 to it really is strange uh how much it goes like right now it's at 44 
Um, but I've been close to 100 uh, after the last episode, which I thought was awesome. I don't know who was sharing it or did they listen to it more than once? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just me, middle of the night, bored, nothing to do. Um, but anyways, so, but one thing is, that, like I said, audience details, geographic region. So 99% of my listening audience is United States. Okay, well, go figure. I was hoping I would have some some Canadian brethren up there, but no, it says United States, 99%. Now, not long ago, uh, I'm sitting there looking at it, and another flag popped up, and it was green, white, and orange. I was like, oh, what the fuck is it? Yeah, less than 1%. I know it ain't much. It's probably one person. Less than 1% of my listening audience is in Ireland. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I'm more of a tequila drinker, but I can't can't deny my Irish blood, right? I thought that was pretty cool. And then, this popped up the other day. Germany. Germany popped up. Less than 1%. But, hey, it's something. It's I know. I'm not one of these big podcasts where people... They probably have United States, Ireland, Germany, England, you know, Canada, <coughs> stupid trees, you know, all these other things that pop up all the time in their analytics. But I, I have, I got that, which is pretty cool. I was, yeah. So if you are a person in Germany that is listening to the podcast, I want you to hit me up on Twitter, or at least if I already know you on Twitter, at least tell me that you're that person. I'm just curious. I'm just, just curious. I'm pretty sure I know who the person from Ireland is, but if you're the person in Germany, or who was in Germany listening, I want to know who you are. Uh, John Knee Comedy on Twitter, and also at John Podcast on Twitter. The John D Podcast. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. So, um, listening platforms. This is the other thing. Analytics, they gave me listening platforms. So, Spotify is 49%. Apple Podcast is 26%. I really thought it would be the other way around. I really did, but which is fine. I don't care. I mean, I, I I benefit no matter who's listening on like on what you're listening on. As long as you're on it, you're listening to it. It's fantastic. Uh, Twelve other. I don't know what the twelve percent other. I don't know what that is. Eight uh, percent actually listen on Anchor, and then three percent podcast addict. What what is that? Ugh. I don't think I saw that before. Um, but this is also what got me. All right, so I'm 46, right? And this other thing that got me was it breaks down audience demographics. Now, this is all sources are from sources are from Spotify, but it's supposed to mix in everything else. I guess it does. I don't know, but my age brackets: so zero to 17, nothing; 18 to 22, less than one percent. I'm pretty sure the two people I know who are doing it on in that range. 23 to 27, zero. I'll go figure, right? Who do I know that's 23 to 27? 28 to 34, 10%. 35 to 44, 22%. 45 to 59, 60%. Woo! <laughs> I am killing it with the... With the Xers, the Gen Xers. Yeah. Yeah, 35 to 44, 22%. 45 to 59, 60. So I guess I'm kind of like cross between the between those two. The, the Xers, I don't know. I'm 46. I guess I'm considered a Gen I don't know. but And then 60 plus 3%. And I'm pretty sure I know who all of those people are. Hey, Dad. How's it going? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> some of my stepmom, Lil. I'm pretty sure it's them. And then probably a few other people. But hey, thanks for listening. I mean, I don't know who you are, but it's, it's, it's what it is. Now, here's the thing. So, when it comes to gender, I am uh, not me personally, but my, my analytics say 56% male, 39% female. 3% not specified. Okay. I don't care about that. 0% non-binary. Okay. All right. 
But I just thought it was funny. 56% male, 39% female. So, hmm. Yeah. So I can look at all this stuff. So you, you sit there and you think, I'm just listening to a regular podcast. I just, they can track everything, people. They can track it all. They can track it all. So anyways, yeah. So if you're in Ireland or Germany or whatever you are, let me know. But I just thought it was funny. I was looking at these the other day and I was like, I, you know, maybe my, my audience would like to hear like, well, how it's breaking down, how it's going. Progress on the show. Speaking of progress on the show. Oh my God. Talk about this. (sighs) Okay. So one of the things we are doing here in the, uh, lizard mill arts and crafts studios. So you know how sports teams have naming rights to their arenas you know, you got the Capital One Arena where the Caps and the Wizards play. You got Staples Center where the Lakers are. You got, you know, AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys play or, you know, any of these places. Tropicana. Some are getting ridiculous. So what was, what was the one I saw? There? It was like Tropical Smoothie Arena. It's like, all right, come on. That's where the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. <sighs> okay. I never heard of a worse name for a, any sporting team. I'm a Pelican. The fuck you dive and get fish in your giant uh, okay like what's so fierce about a pelican well if you're school of fish I'm gonna eat you what else are you gonna do I might float on the water for a little while and then fly away it's pretty much gonna be it alright it ain't scared me so anyway so I might gave the so our initial and this is up for a monetary uh, funding but initially I am giving the initial naming rights to the studio to Lizard Mill Arts and Craft, which I know. It's my wife's uh, arts and crafts company. Lizard Mill, L, uh, two Zs in Lizard, L-I-Z-Z-A-R-D-M-I-L-L. She left the two, this, was it Lizard Mill or she just did the Lizard Mill? It's like a big, is it like, are we cranking out uh, cornmeal or something? Is it in a mill? I don't know. Are we a factory? She's been working like she's in a factory, though. She has. She makes great masks and all this other stuff. Look at her up on. Look at her up. Look. <laughs> look her up on Facebook or something like that. You can. You can find Lizard Mill Arts and Crafts Studios. It's <clears throat> the name of. So we've been doing some things in here. One of the things we've been doing is we have upgraded some of our. Well, we've updated some equipment. Got that stuff worked out. I know what I told you I had before. A little bit of some weird issues going on with some cables and some mics and blah, blah, blah. We've been working on that. But also one thing we've done is we have uh, gotten uh, a new network set up with some internet. The old the old internet there. Doing all the old internet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I say the name of the company? I guess I can say the name of it. It happened the other day. Um, whatever. Fuck it. Verizon. Came in, I got it. We got the we got the ultra fast there. Oh yeah, don't we're flying down the uh, the information highway. Don't you know? And uh, so they showed up late. Go figure. You know, twelve and two, two thirty. I'll be there in a second. And uh, showed up, and at first they were telling me, "Oh, I can't even we can't even do this for you." I'm like, what the fuck you got to do? You got to run a wire. That's it. How hard is it? So they ran the wire through. Now I have Ethernet. But then when they were here, so we all know, we all know Norm, right? We all know Norm. Hey, buddy. I don't know if you noticed, but he's not beeping. Well, he is still here. He's still hanging up above my head a little bit to the right. Still has his name tag that says, hello, my name is Norm. But he's not beeping anymore. He's not talking. He's not talking. So one of the people that were here the other day said, oh, I I took care of your beeping. Yeah. So it's it's not to say that he's not, uh, yeah, you know. I know, he's a smoke detector, but he was a part, he was on my show. He helped me get started. And, uh, but yeah, so he, we'll see. I don't know if he's going to be talking anytime soon. So if you don't hear Norm, that's why. It wasn't their fault. They were trying to help out, but <sighs> it is what it is, right? Right? I don't mean that in a 
bad way. It's it's norm. I I guess whatever we did to try to fix them earlier, and then we didn't do it, and then it just kind of went on and on, and we were like, yeah, norm. Fucking, yeah. He had his moments, didn't he? He had his moments. You know, he'd be talking about something, and he'd be like, beep, and he'd be like, yes. Yeah. But he's still up there, and uh, he's going to remain up there. He's going to be here. He's going to keep his name tag. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no input. No input from him. Anyways, moving on from that. But, yeah, so we got, like I said, we got the uh, the ultra-high internet now. But I want you to understand we're making all these investments in the show and other things around the house and in the studio because, you know, we I need you to, to like and subscribe and tell your friends and make the investment worthwhile. I'm sure Norm would agree. So, But that also means that we can have... Now, don't get me wrong. The interview I did with uh, Dave Wingfield, David C. Wingfield, was good. It was good. But I didn't like my, my audio quality on my side. And one thing that this thing is going to do with the uh the internet upgrade it's going to make it so recording with guests remotely which is what everybody has to do a lot lately it's going to make it that much clearer that much better i have people lined up don't i know i keep saying it i keep saying it it's going to happen people and trust me it's it's happening that's also what i've been working on the last few days yeah, you got to network you got to network got to do things plus i got a seven-year-old at home i got to do with a wife i also you know like to go outside and walk around in the yard and look at trees and shit. <clears throat> Even though they make me cough. All right. Want to give a shout out to, real quick. Where am I at? Oh, 17. Okay. I, I know. Like I always say, not a long episode. Want to give a shout out, though, to, and he'll never hear this. And if he does, fantastic. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Jim Gaffigan. For what he did the other night during, well, mostly Trump's uh, acceptance speech from the, which fuck him. That dude sat there in front of the White House, was like, Is the beautiful, is that a beautiful house? Yes, we're here. They're not. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, and it, but it, you know what? But hey, if you like Trump, then fine, you like Trump. But I'm just saying. That was a dickhead move on his part. It really was. And um, whatever. But one thing I loved was for somebody like Jim Gaffigan, as funny as he is and everything else like that, but he's got five kids. He's Catholic. He, you know, I, I've sat at a table, not talking to him directly, but I, I actually have been able to sit because of people I knew at a table that was adjacent, semi-connected to a table that he was sitting at. And it was a bunch of comics hanging out. And if you've if you've ever had a chance to sit at a table with a bunch of comics, just having like dinner or something like that, it really is one of the funniest things. Uh, it's one of the best times ever. It's one of the things I biggest things I miss about doing stand up. You know, going to like an open mic or doing a show, and then going out for something to eat late night, or just doing an open mic or just hanging out, just getting in. Because all the comics are just trying to talk and they're talking. But you have basically all these funny people sitting around one table and all these creative minds are going. And it doesn't, it's not even necessarily comedy. It's just talking about different events and stuff like that. And just the, the, oh my God, the stuff that I used to hear and people would say, oh, treasure. I treasure all of that. Absolutely amazing. But I did get to sit one time at, uh, I guess I could say where it was. It was at the Olive Tree Cafe, which is above the Comedy Cellar in New York. And and some people were sitting there. And a comic that I knew uh, from back in my D.C. days was sitting there. And I was talking to him for a second. And then uh, these other great comics were sitting there. And Gaffigan was one of them. And, yeah, he was cursing. He was saying stuff. They were keeping it low-key because it is a restaurant. But they were, you know, but he was cursing a little bit and kind of doing whatever. But his stand-up is very clean, and it's very, I mean, it, you could take, I would take my son to see him. I would take my seven-year-old son to hear hear him, to see him. Um, and we've actually watched some of his clips on YouTube. Um, he actually, uh, our son really likes Gaffigan and loves Brewer. Loves some Jim Brewer. Um, Jim Brewer, if you ever hear that. And, yeah, he loves some Jim Brewer. And I think with Brewer, it's the energy and the sound effects 
um, just awesome. And it was funny because there was one time where Brewer was talking about he was doing it, and like I said, it's all clean. He doesn't he doesn't swear. And but he was talking about how he'd gone out and hung out with his friends late night, and then he had to come home. And now, granted, he's got daughters and there's multiples, but it was just funny. He was telling the whole story about how his daughters are like bouncing around the bed and doing all this other stuff. And uh, he was just animating that. And it was funny because at one point, right in the middle of it, my son just looked at me and was like, Daddy, you've done that. I'm like, no, I haven't. Okay, I have. I don't go out with my friends anymore. Well, not that I, well, I guess I have friends. I guess. I don't know. But I don't go out anymore. I don't leave the house really to do much except to go out and get the bare essentials. The beer, the tequila, you know, the meats and the breads and the grains and the vegetables, you know, the pyramid of nutrition. And uh, just trying just trying to keep that on board. But, but anyway, Mr. Gaffigan proceeded to, on Twitter, rip, rip Donald Trump and the RNC a complete new one on Twitter. I mean, just... He literally called Trump a con man and a thief. And he threw in some other stuff. And it was absolutely awesome. And I just want to say, I just want to give him a shout out. I'm not giving him, it, it, he's not, I'm not getting anything out of this. He's not going to call me tomorrow. I'm like, hey, I appreciate your support. He's not. But what I really appreciated was, was the fact that he really, like he stepped it up. He stepped it up. He absolutely stepped it up. And I just want to tell him, I'm going to give him props. And if you're not a fan of Gaffigan and you've never heard of him, listen to him. He's absolutely hilarious. Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan, J-I-M, G-A-F-F-I-G-A-N. Listen to his stuff and his political commentary has become so fucking good lately. Um, yeah, check it out. It's it's good. It's so It was so funny to read the things he was saying. Um, Lou Holtz. Like at one point, Lou Holtz chimed in on something on Twitter. Or had said something, or that somebody had mentioned a quote from Lou Holtz. That's what it was. Sorry, sorry. I don't. Maybe Lou Holtz is dead. Maybe he hasn't. Known. <laughs> but somebody had brought up a quote from Lou Holtz years ago about something, and Trump had actually said something about it at one point, and he actually had said something during. Oh, I'm trying to explain this correctly, so during something else that was going on, either during the convention or before it or whatever, and Gaffigan's called him out. Just called him out. Lou Holtz was like, oh, saying that Biden wasn't a Catholic, not a this and that. And it was a quote from that, I think, maybe. Somebody was using it. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to put out misinformation. But Gafkin called out the person who posted the quote saying, you know, Biden's not a Catholic. You know, and this person that had used this Lou Holtz quote was like, oh, you know, whatever. But and basically he just called out, you know. You know, how many abortions has Trump paid for? How many women has he accosted? You know, like I, I sit there and, I, and you know, I have people that I know that I've been friends with for a long time. I'm family members with them one way or another. And they'll sit there and they'll post something and they'll say, oh, you know, what a, Trump, Trump's just great. Yeah. And I just want to type back, yeah, just grab him by the pussy. Yep. That's, that's your boy. Yep. Just grab him by the pussy. Yep, that's your boy. <laughs> so, anyways, good on, good on Gaffigan. All right, enough of that. I gotta. Get, I know. I I'm trying to be funny today, but it's just kind of like <clears throat> this evening. Actually, as I said earlier, wife and kid are upstairs. It's not that late. It's uh, twelve twelve fifty nine. Okay. Well, that's not that bad considering I was trying to record at like four o'clock in the morning. Uh, the other night, and it just, I wasn't feeling it. And, you know, and hey, maybe this episode isn't any good either. I don't know. Does people even like to hear me talk? I mean, I know I have great, my dad said about how, but, you know, it's really great when you just kind of riff on stuff and you make fun of things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that shit takes work, dad. It's not just going to, you know, flow out every time. But if people actually like to hear me talk, maybe it's just me and my opinions. Hopefully. 
I don't know. I, I'm no great radio guy, but I, I'd like to be. I'd like to be. And that's what the internet was created for, people. Mm-hmm. Big swig. Big swig to Mr. Gaffigan. That was awesome. <laughs> I did some of this shit. It was so good. So, what's today? Thursday. Jesus Christ. Thursday. And it seems like I just paid rent. And today's Thursday. And so, next Tuesday. It's because I live in Virginia. So, Tuesday, our son starts school. He's going back virtually. Which, it's weird. I don't understand these schools. Like, in Georgia. And I guess you, they get out earlier, right? So, instead of being, like, where the kids here in Virginia, they get out, you know, second week of June, something like that. They got these other, you know, these other school systems that, you know, they'll go back in like second week of August. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? Have you been outside in August? Yeah. The sun is like right there. It's literally parked on top of your car. Like it's not, it's not going anywhere. It's just sitting there. It's just, yeah. And have you been in the South in the summertime? Holy shit. And they're making these kids go back to school in the second week of August? That's just cruel. That's just cruel, man. Now, granted, a lot of these kids in, in, in Georgia and these other places, places, they get out of school earlier than um, the kids like stay at home in Virginia do. Okay, that's cool. But I've never, I don't know. It's always been, and this is ultra late. This is ultra late. Now, when I was a kid, I would have loved this particular school year. There was one time I remember when, because school always starts in Virginia the first Tuesday after Labor Day. <coughs> Stupid tree. And I remember there was one year, we didn't go back to school until the 6th, right? Which is, uh, it was right after my older sister, um, Oh, not my older sister. The older of my two sisters had been born, and Mary Grace, and uh, yeah. So it was right after that, and it was like the sixth of September, and I was like, "Sweet hell yeah!" I don't think I said that. I was fourteen. I was like, "Sweet hell yeah!" <laughs> I wish I could talk to a girl, and <laughs> but it was awesome. Now this particular time going the 8th it's going to be the 8th of september man that is like pure if you're a kid because you know how it is when you're a kid you three months off <sighs> do you remember that last day of school like just that walking out and i know they dramatized it or done whatever you want to say about it in movies and everything but that last day of school holy fuck that last day of school was absolutely freaking unbelievable like i have no school for three months Three months. I have no. I get. I get no. Uh, I can wake up. I can eat cereal, sleep in my underwear, or, or my bathing suit, depending on whatever it is. It's, wow. Sorry. Siri's just typing in and said, uh, "Get my number on my bathing suit." <laughs> hey Siri. Set up. I actually have a British Siri. Set up AC in a British suit. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So, hold on. I'll get back to that. So I have my... If you guys haven't done this, do it. It's one of the coolest things ever. I have a British Siri. Not... The phone's not British. But you can set it to English, British, or Australian. Mine's British. And I was to tease Liz. She's my, she's my hot British assistant. And uh, because, let's face it, if you were... I mean, I'm just saying, man or woman, whatever your side of the preference of what you like as far as a person, would you not have some hot secretary of some kind, personal assistant, personal assistant, personal I don't want to get in trouble. But yeah, mine would probably be, or Australian, maybe, but British. Sorry. So, uh, but one of the things was... Uh, you can ask Siri um, what you should wear for Halloween. So let's see if I can get this here. Hey, Siri. What should I be for Halloween? Grab a pillow, some cardboard, and a brown t-shirt, and you're a small. 
A s'more or less. <laughs> I'm a s'more. S'more or less. Yeah, that's my... <laughs> that's my uh, British... I don't know why she popped up on that thing from when I was talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I got my phone, but... That's fine. But yeah, that's my that's my British assistant. Siri. She's fucking stupid. Not the I'm just saying, if you I don't know what they do with this Alexa stuff and all those other things. Like I don't know how they know my Siri is not that smart. So I don't know how many times she's like, I don't know, but I saw it on the web. Here's what I found on the web. I'm like, well, I could have done that. You can just type shit in the Google. All you doing is keeping me five seconds of having to find my glasses and then type on my little my little iPhone. Only to go like, okay, how many buttons are on a blah, 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 whatever. And then you sit there and you realize you, sp you spelled buttons, butt downs. And then you're like, fuck. And you got to back it up. And then, yeah. So. Oh, geez. Now, uh, the schooling. What was I? Oh, shit. Now I lost it. Uh, yeah. Gaffigan. <laughs> I'm leaving this in. I don't give a shit. This is funny. So if you stuck with me this far, 31 minutes into the podcast. Uh, yeah, so the kid's doing the, the virtual schooling. Did I mention that? Yeah. So my son's well, he's doing the virtual schooling. And I don't know... Yeah, so oh the eighth, that's what it was. Whew, took me a minute. Sorry, people. I'm really I'm I'm totally fine. I've not had 18 shots of killer or anything like that. I'm just my that's my brain. That's my brain. You know, Siri distracts me, and next thing I know, I'm talking about how she's British and she's telling you a joke, and then I'm like, what that was that? You know, I'm I have the blinds down in the studio because I swear, like if I looked out the window right now, which is in the basement, but I have a good view of the sky. And I swear, I could be sitting here talking to you on the microphone, and I could see like a shooting star, and it would, I'd be, I'd be fucked. Like I'd just be like, damn, it was bright, bright and streaky. Woo! Yeah. Wait, what was I talking about? Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so the eighth, the eighth of September. That's a very long, cause, cause like I said, you you know how it is, eighth of September. That's like an extra week. It's like an extra week when you're a kid. And don't get me wrong, I. It was one of those things where, like, when you start back to school, you're like, oh, all right, got some new jeans. You remember, you get the the new jeans that are a little long. Your mom makes them roll them up on the bottom. Um, yeah. Like I said, we weren't poor, but we definitely were not rich. And uh, they were, you know, they were rough. You had to wash them a few times and everything. And I uh, had, like, a new shirt, stuff like that. And you'd go back to, go back to school there. And it was, it was exciting. But, man, I definitely love my summertime. The only thing better than, well, the best summertime I ever had was, well, end of school year, and I, it's true, was my last day of my senior year of high school. And I'm sorry. I, look, people, don't get me wrong. I like to learn, but it's one of the problems I had. Well, in high school, obviously, you got to do stuff. You know, got to do math and English. And, but I always loved, I loved history. I loved science. I liked some English kind of whatever. But you had to take them all. You're like, ugh. And of course, you had electives. They throw in there just to, you know, break up the monotony of the bullshit that you got to learn. But it's one thing I liked when I got to college was I started taking classes and other things, history and stuff like that. But then I got to a point where they're like, well, you have to take this. Or you have to take, you know. And I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking do it. And I like to learn. George Carlin said it best. George Carlin didn't graduate eighth grade, I don't think. I believe is what it was. And I had and I did meet him in person one time. And I wanted to ask him about that because it is it's widely thought or said that George Carlin did not graduate eighth grade, but there are some people and other things that have said, no, no, he did. He actually got into high school and was there for a while, but I don't know. He didn't last that long out of middle school into high school if he did get into high school but <clears throat> you know one thing George Carlin said and I so wish I could have talked to him more um, but was that uh, you know you can learn everything and of course this is back a long time ago as he put it you know there's libraries 
Uh, this is back in his 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 era. There's libraries, there's books, bookstores, all these places you can go to. You can learn about anything you want to learn about. I love to learn about stuff. Like I said, I love history. I love some science stuff. I love some, you know, that's the stuff I like to learn about. I don't want to learn, you know, calculus. I'm sorry, I don't. And I remember, I just, that was the biggest thing I had was that people try to tell me what I have to learn. I don't have to learn anything. You know, I can learn whatever I want. And that's the thing is I'm trying to teach my son, like, no, you have to learn this. And he's so, he's so, I so see myself in him as far as his attitude, as far as like, why do I have to learn this? When? Because just, just do it. God damn it. You don't get dessert. <laughs> Which he still does. I'll just admit it. But anyways, but it's, it's one of those things. Like I don't, but you can learn whatever you want. And so after I got out of high school, that last day, I remember driving away from the parking lot because, you know, we had the parking lot. If you were a senior in high school, they had a parking lot there behind the school, Washington Lee High School in Arlington there. And uh, you could drive out of there and you could drive down the, down the road right past the football stadium. And I remember sitting there. It was like some... Of the jobs that I've quit in my life where you're thinking, like, shit, like, oh, did I do this? Should I have done that? And you literally just sit there and go, what does it matter? I'm, I never, you know, I just remember sitting there, just the feeling of, like, I never have to have to tend, attend to school ever again if I don't want to. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not telling anybody that they shouldn't. I think maybe it's in college. Go to college, get a degree. Do I regret not getting a college degree? Because I did do some college, but I didn't I didn't finish. And that's a whole other story for some other time. Maybe we'll maybe we'll dabble into that. <laughs> Perhaps when some of my guests come on. But it yeah. I just I just like the fact that I just I knew I was gonna be forced to have to learn something. Not only not have to learn it, but learn on somebody else's agenda. Because that's the thing. You you have you have the internet, you know, this list, you can read about it. You can put it down. You can come back to it. You can go back. You can do it again. You can back up. You see something that's on a sidetrack that you want to go and look at. No, but when you're in school, you got these teachers and this curriculum and this agenda that they want to push, and you, but you don't get to do that. And I'm not saying that college and school in general is bad, but I tell you, it's when you get to be older... It's just nice, the fact that, now, yes, you can do that when you're a kid, but do you really want to? Yes, I mean, you, if you, there are ages where you can sit there and go, well, I want to learn about music, or I want to learn about that. But guess what? They got all this other shit they throw in your way. And and I guess it's kind of similar to now, where, yeah, I can read about, or was it was, I could read about this, I could read about that, I could learn about the battle of something or Whatever, but then you got, you know, or start a podcast. Ooh. But then you got work gets in the way, you know, got to work that however many hours a week making food for people who don't give a shit about who you are or what you, what you want, what you care about. But I'm just saying it's just nice when you are able to learn on your own things and learn about the things that you want to know about. And I just remember walking out of high school, driving down the road and thinking, I never have to go back to a school ever again, at, especially at 7.30, 7.20 in the morning. But also I get to learn about what I want to learn about. And I just do that. I, I That's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of people have been, you know, quarantined already. People are starting to get back out. And if I haven't said it before, you know what? Do something. Learn about something you want to learn about. Oof. Oof. Rant time. Oh, John, don't be too ranty. Well, at least I'm not being ranty about political shit. I'm just saying, you know, try to give some life advice. <laughs> Was that funny? Uh, I don't know. I think I, I think I might have to reclassify my podcast as being not comedy. It's being something more of a, you know, is there a, um, is that our category that says wishes they were Oprah? Is there some, <laughs> or some shit like that? Dr. Phil or, you know, Donahue. Oh, ooh. Anybody remember that guy? Donahue. All right. Where are we at? 30. Now, okay. 
All right. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah. So learn about something you want to learn about. And, uh, but yeah, but to finish up the virtual schooling, though, I, we got the one kid. Liz did a great job. We had this room in the house. And a lot of people call it a, it's a catch-all room is what some people call it. Basically, it's a room where you take stuff that you don't want to have to look at. And you put it in that room and you just forget about it. And you hope that somehow a magical fairy will come along and take it away somehow. And it never happens. And then every once in a while you go in that room and you're like, fuck. How do I get rid of this shit? And you're like, oh, wait, look. These old pair of shoes. And you shut the door and you go, don't go back in it for two months. So we had one of those rooms in our house. And Lid, Liz, Lid, Liz, God bless her. She spent a couple of days, probably more than a couple of days. And don't anybody bitch at me. Where were you, John? What were you doing? I have stuff to do. Jesus Christ. Actually, she did a lot of while I was sleeping. <sighs> I know. I sound terrible. Like, what kind of a person am I? Uh, uh, uh. Point being, though, I'm giving her props now, right? Okay. Let's just focus on that. <laughs> she did a great job of straightening up his his learning classroom space type stuff. Plus, you know, a lot of it wasn't my stuff. So I just wanted to point that out. But anyways, she did a really great job of clearing out this room for him. There's a desk in there. There's a there's a some other stuff. She got pencil holders and all this other shit. And uh, yeah, so the kids going on. Online school. I'm really interested to see how that's going to go. Because it's, I mean, and we don't have to sit there and be next to them the whole time. But I just, and I know I've talked about this in the past. But how my grandmother and my grandfather were the parents of six. My mom being the oldest of six children in a Catholic family. And they're all going to school. They were, can, you, can, you, uh, can you imagine trying to put six kids? They lived in a small house down in North Carolina. They did not have, you mentioned six kids. And I know there's some people out there having to do it. And if if uh, if you're out there, I'm sorry. Uh, and if you hear this, and if there's anything I can do to help, I gladly will. Like literally, I, I know people in charities and stuff like that. I will, I will do anything I can for you. Because I, I got, we got the one kid. We got the one kid. And that's going to be, that's going to be hard. That's going to be tough. Six, three. I mean, there's people doing two. Uh, no. Three. What? Four, get the f- what? Five, <laughs> six. I would. I don't know. I would probably. I don't know. I'd literally probably just go out in my yard and cry, and sit underneath the tree and cry for a while. And the kids would be like, "But daddy, we want to learn." I'd be like, "Great, sit down next to daddy. I'm gonna tell you about how life works." And <laughs> oh boy. So, anyways, uh, whatever. I'm just saying, more power to you guys if you're out there and you got multiple kids having to go through this. And and that's just, I can't imagine. And it's one of those things because there are times, there are times I've sat here, and shit, that's what's happening back in the spring. You know, Liz was at work and I'm just, you know, the kids running around like, ah, you know, and I'm just like, please, I just wish there was some place you could go for like seven hours a day. Just like seven hours a day. No more. Oh, yeah. And it's it doesn't cost me anything. Did I, did I mention that? Yeah, it's free. Sorry. We public school. We do. That's what we do. You people got the private. Under, good. Good for you. You got you doing the private private schooling. But now we're doing the public. So I know there's some parents out there like, please take my kids. Please. please. Yeah. More power to you. All right. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, episode number 15. Numero 15. We got more stuff coming up for you. I actually had a couple more things I want to talk about, but I kind of got off on my little tangents like I like to. We're already at... Uh, at our, well, we're not really at a time limit. I've done longer episodes. I do have some guests coming. I was waiting to to get them on because I really was. I really, really was trying to get the, the network upgraded on my internet. Um, I really did try to record a couple things with people and it just, it just did not work. But 
I got the. I'm literally looking at the uh, the little network uh, mode router thingy, my jiggies, here in the old studio there, and uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So, um, got that going on, and uh, so, but no, yeah, Norm. Sorry, it's no no Norm right now. He'll be back. I feel like uh, I feel like whatever happened to him, he. I feel like he's gonna be all right. I feel like it's just a matter of I don't know if he got scared. I mean, he's not scared of me. He's not scared of not scared of Liz, but he's still there. He's still there. So, which was funny because I was getting ready to try to retire him. I was gonna take him fishing and shit. I put him on the boat. He just beep at us when we're, you know, maybe when we catch one, he's like beep, like yeah, that's right. You caught yourself a bass, buddy. Oh well. All right, so um, let's do our wrap up, right? Shall we? Um, like, support, uh, like, subscribe, download, tell your friends, please. That's I don't care if you like or subscribe. I mean, yeah, like it, subscribe, give me some you uh, listener reviews. That'd be awesome. Uh, there's a listener support button that you can go to on my pages. Um, you know, want to throw me a few bucks? Great. If not, I understand. But like, if it comes down to me or a charity, as I always say, please give to the charity. I'll figure out my own stuff. No kids hungry. I was just talking about the virtual schooling. A lot of these kids, I know this. Like I said, I wasn't poor as a kid, but I was, we were definitely not rich. Um, eh, we bored or poor. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. Um, there are a lot of kids out there that their best meals of the day come from when they are at school. So support uh, No Kid Hungry because it helps further uh, uh, meal programs for children that otherwise, you know, they got to get their nutrition, man. Got to get the greens in. Got to get their, their proteins and their, their vegetables and everything else. So No Kid Hungry, Feed America because there's a lot of families out there that need it right now. You can also further those programs. Um, also, uh, uh, Wounded Warrior Project. I don't know why I have to think about it. Wounded Warrior Project, if, you know, look, whatever side of, of any political platform you might fall on or go under or side of or whatever the word is, uh, Wounded Warrior Project, these, you know, these people have gone, they've served our country, they've been injured in some sort of a way, and whether it be physical or an internal mental doesn't matter they all deserve our help wounded warrior project support them they deserve it they did their part and we need to support them make sure they have what they need especially in times like this so there's a lot of, i was actually just reading the other day about uh this program where they have where these people literally call a video call with people in the wounded warrior project and talk to them at their homes and that's all they do they literally sit at a desk on a Zoom call, and they call, I don't know if it's Zoom, but they call people and just say, how are you, how are you, how are you? And they just, that's all they do. Fantastic. Fantastic work. Good. <clears throat> um, and then this. So September is National um, Cancer, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And um, which is kind of, I know I was talking about other stuff, but norm and all that stuff but in all seriousness um i wanted to say rest in peace to chadwick bozeman um that was just that was sad that was really who i like the guy as an actor um of course he was great in black panther but if you've not seen 42 see him in 42 he is awesome he's awesome in that movie um, but I really want to give it up for him. And there's a point to this. Give it up for him and as far as, you know, he was sick for four years, but he was still going to like St. Jude's uh, Hospital and doing stuff like that and reaching out to his kids, even though he was struggling with his own, his own affliction. I just, I can't imagine. And it just shows the character of the type of guy he was. And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I was a, what's what's the term for it you know i wasn't like a i followed him every day and all the stuff he did but everything i ever saw him in was awesome and then just once you well once you hear he died but also before that i'd seen so much stuff that he'd done and everything else and uh i'm always a big children's charity fan 
Um, used to do a lot of that when I was in when I was in stand up. Also did a lot for a few things like Wounded Warrior Project. But um, just what he did, it was just crazy, crazy how good it was, and how good he he was on doing that and the 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 bravery that he had. Um, so rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. But like I said, he did a lot of stuff for um, children's children's uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital stuff like that. So um, I'm encouraging anyone to also consider um, this month, uh, National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, to um, also contribute to something that goes along those lines. Just a buck or two um, along those along those lines. And uh, um, I have some more stuff coming up soon in the near future where I'm going to talk about some other people that are going to be uh, more local or more specific as far as people that can be helped. But for right now, just remember that it is September is national childhood cancer awareness month. All right. Okay. All right. Way to bring it in on a high note, John. Woo! I know. I know. <laughs> well, did you have fun people? I did. It was nice to talk to you. It really was. It's nice just to kind of get out and talk. Every once in a while. Nice to hear myself on this goddamn awesome microphone. Um, but coming up on the shoe, because I do have the network connection now, I am going to be retaping an interview that I did a little ways back that got so messed up. Going to have that one on. Got another person that just signed on to beat thing. I don't know. And you're like, where's the guest? Where's the guest? Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming, people. Um, and then, of course, Liz is going to come back in. Keep telling her, get off the sewing machine. Get in the studio, woman. I know. See, I'm progressive like that, right? <laughs> All right, like I said. So, John D. Comedy on Twitter. The John D. Podcast on Twitter. Also, apparently you can just type in at J-O-N Podcast. And that'll take you to my to my Twitter page as well for the podcast itself. Thank you guys so much for listening. Episode number 15. Numero 15. Numero 15. All right. Anyways. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. I'm going to talk to you real soon. All right.